0: If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back again. If it's your first time, sit back, have fun and relax. Enjoy the show. Strange Talk with Doc can be heard on most platforms. Just Google Strange Talk with Doc. You know the places, iTunes, Spotify, Shoe, YouTube, etc. So let's get to the show. Hello. Peace. Happy Father's Day to you. If you are a father you becoming a father or you just have a father Enjoy the day. I hope the weather's beautiful wherever you are. I hope they have some great plans for you. I hope you're King for the day. So now that that's been taken care of, we're going to move on with the show. This is strange talk with doc. And we're going to deal with a lot of different things from sports to entertainment, to music, to society, culture, uh, things going on in the news this is not a gossip show this is not a show where your third eye is going to be brightly open that's on you i don't know what really moves you uh please reach out and contact me if you feel the need to do so i'm always open to suggestions topics uh, guests calling in i do this show usually every sunday 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time this Sunday, so it's his Father's Day, and the uh, U.S. Open is on. I'm going a little earlier. I was supposed to have somebody call in. They made me a promise, but I'm sitting here alone. Well, it's Father's Day. I figured that out. That's no big deal. So let's move on. The NBA Finals ended this week. Toronto Raptors won their very first championship. It was bittersweet for me because Kawhi Leonard, who is now a Raptor was a Spurs for quite a few years. I am a Spurs fan. I still love Kawhi for what he brought there. It saddens me that uh, he no longer can have his talent in San Antonio to lead us. But I'm happy for him. He played lights out. As far as I'm concerned, he proved that he's the best player in the NBA. Uh, that, with that being said, we all know that LeBron was hurt for a quarter of the season and did not make the playoffs. We will see how this uh, turns out next year. And, as we also know, the Warriors lost Clay. They also lost KD not only for the finals, but they lost them for the entire twenty nineteen, twenty, twenty season, I would think. Who's there?
1: Good morning. This is Bones. Happy Father's Day, fellas.
0: Hey, hey! Happy Father's Day. I did not expect to hear from you at all, Uh, but I do appreciate you calling. How was the trip? Thank you. Trip is great. Okay, fantastic. That's (laughs) a beautiful thing to hear. Did you watch any of the NBA finals?
1: I watched the last game. Okay.
0: I was just talking basket. about uh, how hurt Warriors are now that they've lost not only KD, but Clay Thompson, not just for the finals, but for next season. Yes, uh, uh, that's damaging, very damaging. Uh, but that opens up, that opens up the door wide. I mean, wide open path for LeBron who now, yes. as of yesterday, has Anthony Davis as a teammate. Yes. I can't even believe this. When I seen this news yesterday, I said, didn't New Orleans say that, that under no circumstances were they going to deal with the Lakers because they thought the Lakers shitted on them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now... LeBron has no excuses next year. I don't want to hear anything out of LeBron's mouth. He's getting everything he wants. He'll probably get Kimball Walker too. If they get Kimball Walker, Anthony Davis and LeBron and have Kuzma and this KCP kid with the West wide open, he should be at least in the
1: finals. Absolutely.
0: And then we don't know where we don't know where you know, free agency starts at the end of this month. We don't know where anybody's going. Just because Clay and KD are hurt doesn't mean that they're gonna stay warriors. They can sign somewhere else. Yeah. But this was this was a shock. I mean yeah, it was. I'm all for players <laughs> getting getting their stuff bones, but I don't like the way it seems like LeBron is manipulating things. it, it kind of turns me off a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and the NBA itself because it makes it seem like this joint is rigged. Yeah. You, know, you hate to I be mean, the conspiracy theorist on it because you have LeBron and what and probably the top three markets, but as a in his current state before A D arrives, he ain't winning nothing. You know, and now he falls into your lap.
0: Yeah. And not just that. It's like Rich Paul is telling the Lakers what to do. I'm, I'm not for agents. I don't give a damn if the young black entrepreneur agents running leagues, running teams, because it, then it's not sports as we know it. Yeah. I mean, LeBron. LeBron has gotten everything he wanted, basically, since that first run in Cleveland. He got that Miami deal where he was with Bosch and, and Wade, which really was supposed to be pulled off. Uh, Chris Paul's trade got banned to go to the Lakers originally.
1: Yes, it did.
0: Then he gets, so what, he suffers one season of nonsense in LA, but he gets to purge the team of all the, which I, I mean, they, they threw away their future for today. That's true. I mean, I like Brandon Ingram. And and I'm kind of surprised somebody took a young man with blood clot issues. hmm Okay, Lonzo Ball, I think, is going to actually be – this is a uh, – his father is all in his feelings. But I think this is yeah. a better move for Lonzo because he gets to grow up with Zion. You yeah. get to grow together.
1: Yep. You know, being a LeBron well, – and- Shadow.
0: <laughs> yeah, being in LeBron's shadow, man, that's a lot of shade. I mean, a lot of yeah. shade.
1: Like, you yeah. Know, also, too, you could tell with his personality, he don't have the same personality and bra- bravado as his father. He seems to be a very um, down to earth, you know, mellow, chill kid. So he probably yeah, thrive with a- the less media pressure.
0: Yeah, I I agree with you there. You know what? Could you imagine? And you've known those families. You've known whole chill families, I'm sure. And you've known Mm the whole loquacious families. And um, (laughs) you know what? A nice blend is a beautiful thing. Now, let me just ask you a question. We were both younger. We were both definitely in better shape than we are today. Not to say that you're in bad shape or anything. But what do you think of crop tops for men?
1: What's that, the the thing with the the high top and the. No, I'm not even talking
0: about, I'm not talking about like a belly shirt, but almost like a halter top for men.
1: Oh, no.
0: (laughs) Okay. Absolutely not. Okay. I just wanted to see where you were. Now, when I was younger and I was fit, I remember I came home from boot camp. The first t shirt I wore was a cut off navy. and I still had the pictures of it because I had a beautiful I had a beautiful A pack and I used mm-hmm. to love showing that shit off. But that was yeah. uh, thirty year thirty plus years ago. Yeah. But I would not have worn a halter top where I would have had my and first of all, if man feels like he wants to walk around topless, I think the rules are a dude doesn't have to even wear a t shirt in the streets if he doesn't want to. No. I mean, I don't know, maybe that's changed, but I don't think a guy has to wear even a T-shirt if he doesn't want to. That's true.
1: Okay, it's not like women. Right, yeah, because a woman, Uh, expect a woman to have that shirt on. Yeah, yeah. You know
0: what? If her nipples are exposed, the world ends. So a woman's nipples must not be exposed unless she's in a strip club or a home.
1: Yeah. People on, right on 42nd page. Street, how uh, to get away with it? They, they're either in body paint, and they still have something covering their nipples. They got that on 42nd Street. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Man can't handle a woman's nipples being seen. That just drives him. He goes, ape <laughs>
1: shit,
0: you know? I just want to say a quick rest in peace to Bushwick Bell. I wasn't the world's biggest ghetto fan, ghetto boy fan. But like yeah. everybody else, I knew who he was. Uh, I did enjoy their first album. And uh, I thought he was an interesting character. He was a, he was in rap during a time where we actually had characters. Him, Flavor Flav, people like that. You know, I, I'll never forget his album cover with his eye being shot. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, rest in peace, you know, suffering with cancer, And once it's over, hopefully the next life doesn't contain pain. So, you know what, I'm sure there was a lot of people he brought joy with his music and his antics. So I would like to see him rest in peace. He didn't, he wasn't a bad guy, you know? So we know what the big news of this week is, man. And I don't know if this place is on your radar so I'm gonna mix two things in one. Big Poppy gets shot this week in Dominican Republic, and from the reports, it sounded like he could have died if things would have went a little different.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. He had the Keystone Cop hitman, you know, hitman going one for the head, you know, not one on the side of the back.
0: Now, I've been to Dominican Republic several times in the olden days. And when I mean the olden days, I'm talking late 80s, early 90s. Uh, Right now, Dominican Republic, all the news coming out of there is is funky, really funky. People dying, people that are totally healthy going over there and dying, becoming violently ill. Have you ever been to the DR?
1: Yes, I've been a couple of times. This is more than last year I was there in Putacana.
0: Okay. Well, right now, We got to kind of cancel Dominican Republic for a while until they straightened out a couple of things. One, I don't see you stayed at a resort. I never stayed at a resort. I stayed in Santo Domingo, Puerto, and uh, Santiago. I stayed with the people in Mm -hmm. grandma's (laughs) house. That is a whole different Dominican Republic than... That's like being in Kingston, Jamaica, instead of... uh, you know, the grill or whatever.
1: Montego Bay. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, ain't none of that there. You To do to get to the resort, you drive in two, two and a half hours. Now I want to say a real quick story because this is God's honest, truthful story. When I was in the Dominican Republic, first of all, when I landed on the airplane, I'm a fancy New York Brooklyn boy. I got six pair of Nikes in my bag. They took me to customs and told me that they were going to confiscate all of my sneakers and I'm like what are you taking my sneakers for running through your x-rays your dogs or whatever I don't have any drugs I don't have any contraband oh no 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 we we need to keep these I'm like you fucking kidding me I don't speak Spanish so this is a long drawn-out process that takes like two hours before they finally turn my sneakers over right so that's that's like strike one strike two We start, the next day we settle in, I meet some drug dealers from the Bronx who just like me for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. They want me to hang out with them. But I was told because they all drove Mercedes Benz, you don't go with people who have Mercedes Benz in this country, that means they're shot callers. So at this Mm -hmm. time, nobody's doing well in these neighborhoods, right? Then, we would go to the beach daily. We would go to this beach called uh, Sasua Beach, Plata Doral, right? And I would notice that every day our car would get stopped by these cops. And they don't carry guns, they carry rifles, right? Mm-hmm. And they would literally, not in the way that you would think of in like Brooklyn, Bronx, or Manhattan, but nicely rob me every day for two, $300 pesos. Every single day. This shit went on for a month. Uh Or they would claim that I had to be detained. I'm not going to the beach with my passport. Who travels to the beach with their passport? Oh, but if you you give us, oh, we don't make much money. We get paid once a month. So every, I mean, Bones, to me, was no money. A hundred pesos was like $4 American. But mm-hmm. I had to go through this every day. And me like a ass, I went back the next year and the same shit happened to me again. Duh. Because I never, I refused to stay at the resorts. I had a, a friend of mine's at my job who was Dominican. I mean, they had a beautiful home. Her sister had a beautiful home. They had a car, everything. But it's just like once we left the block, it was the wild, wild west. And I thought that had changed. And now that I see all this stuff that's going on over there, it looks like a lot in town hasn't changed. When you stay at resorts, you don't really get to meet the people.
1: Right. The people are living a whole, totally different life, man. Yeah. Because once we left the resort to go to the beach and other places, Whoa. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for that, you know, little kids running up to you, running down the vehicle to get some money. You know, like you pull out a dollar, and it was like swarm, you know. Here they go. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, you would love to give every kid, little kid some money, but you can't. And um, it was just, I wasn't prepared for that type of poverty. And um, they're not even talking about what the Dominican government has done to the Haitians, the black Haitians there. You know, oh, see, that was... go ahead, Bones, please. Oh yeah, where they're um revoking their citizenship, or um, you these are ones who are born there, you know, and they can't find their records, you know, and then they they made like I call it did the Palestinians like these shanty towns, you know, mm-hmm. where it's just them where they're in mm-hmm. limbo because they can't go back to Haiti because either you don't want to go back or the Haitian government don't want you back.
0: Yeah, and, and they'll have, probably have, if the hit squads are still around, those are like traitors, they'll kill them. And I'm glad you brought that up because that was a bigger point than all that personal shit that I talked about. All that stuff I talked about was personal. That had nothing to do with humanity. Yes. Uh, what you touched on was humanity, and that was going to be my second point. They had a word, and I'm probably saying it totally wrong, but I used to hear them every time that, a say, a black, dark-skinned black person would show up around a Haitian, they would call him Aikato. And I was like, Rosa, what the fuck is Aikato? Black devil. I said, do y'all fucking realize you're sitting at a table with a black man? Just because I happen to be pale don't mean I'm not black. And right. I'm like, when are you Dominican motherfuckers gonna realize you're black too? Yeah, yeah. Why do y'all think, do you know they are other, well, we don't consider the Mexicans because they're more Indian, right? But Mm -hmm. even the Puerto Ricans who are probably paler than the Dominicans claim their Afro-Caribbean roots. Yes. Dominicans don't want to hear shit to do with Black, Africa, or nothing like that. They want to be a separate thing. You want to fight a Dominican, call them Black.
1: Right.
0: You want to get them upset? Them motherfuckers will pull out of go in poppy store and say, "How how are you black men doing today?" Them
1: motherfuckers are spitting your sandwich. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah. And they and they look just <laughs> look. They just look like a light skinned black person. You know.
0: Yeah. And some, some of, of them
1: was, or some of them is just look like an African.
0: Some of them are. You are know,
1: shocked, like my Look, look a big
0: poppy. Tell me, big poppy ain't black.
1: Oh right, right, yeah.
0: <laughs> shit
1: right you know what big mean? poppy sammy sosa yeah um, guy those from the mets those... used to play there i think reyes too many to
0: name too many to name mm-hmm. but they they have a major problem i'm, I'm telling you that shit gets under their skin that's uh <coughs> that seriously gets under their skin I, I was watching yeah on netflix I went on a jail spree on Netflix. I watched one show called First and Last Day, which I found interesting. It's about a person's first day in lockup, last day in lockup. Mm. I watched another show called Miami's Mega Jails, which is insane that Miami runs their jails the way they do, where you have to literally fight everybody in the cell just to get a bunk. This shit sound like third mm. world country. Yeah. Then I watched yeah. this other show called Jailbirds, Young Girls Locked Up. Right? But they were locked up in the best country club that you could ever fucking imagine.
1: Yeah, women are totally different than men.
0: Well, these were girls, juveniles. Yeah,
1: uh-huh. Juveniles.
0: But, but this Miami mega jail thing was like off the chain. Like... The CEO brings you to the cell that's behind a door and then they open this other cell that enters into like the house, the housing unit. Yes. And then you're greeted instantly by like say 12 guys and then they'll ask you to step up to the proving ground and you huh. might have to fight everybody in the fucking cell before you get a bunk. And if you don't, if you don't put on a good showing, they give you a broom and tell you to uh, like tap out, meaning knock on the door and get the CO to get you to fuck up out of there. And when you get out of there, even though you might have just got jumped by four guys, you automatically get labeled a rat or a snitch mm. because these, they, their mentality is if you can't fight, you got to be a snitch, which is like the stupidest thing I ever heard. Yeah, but you know, so I'm sitting there, and and then I I see this other program, and I would like for you to touch on this. You consider solitary confinement to be torture,
1: um, but you know, upon further review, um, <clears throat> I think so. For some people, it is. For some people, they would probably embrace it. You know, but um, I think for some people, yeah, it's it's a uh, yeah torture. Um, yeah, but yeah, you know. Even when, but even when in the jails, when I worked there, it wasn't total confinement. There was somebody that was right across from you to the side of you. It was you was just in the cell by yourself. It wasn't like someone like in the movies how they take you and put you literally in the hole and there's no communication. You know, so I, I think that. Man is meant to communicate. Well, I should say that some people probably could care less of being on an island by themselves. But, you know, then you're going to have some who, that lack of communication and human spirit is going to totally mess them up mentally.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, you know, American prisons as far as world prisons are totally different. I think our myth of rehabilitation is bullshit. It's about punishment. But uh, yes, absolutely. when I think of when I'm thinking of like blanketed isolation or solitary, I think that's unfair. I think that if somebody is yeah. towing the line and doing what they're supposed to do, they don't deserve it. But I do not think that it should be eradicated totally. What do you do to the dude that you can't forcefully medicate? who's constantly throwing shit at other human beings what do you do yeah. to him i mean I what do you some, do to that that individual is that yeah, what i'm talking about yeah
1: yeah some people like even in like Island today right now there's something that they can do because most of them have contact with their family so you got to get them where where okay that visit that you feel you know like do it in the a, in, a, in scale levels like Because they want that human, you know, they want the contact with their family. And I would start with, one, you keep breaking rules and and getting infractions. You're not going to have that contact visit now. Now you're going to pick up a phone, and it's going to be a plexiglass, and you're going to be talking to your family member there. And if you continue to uh, engage in infractions, then you're not going to have no visits. We'll start with a week. Two weeks, we'll progress. We'll do a progression. One week, two weeks, three weeks, a month. And then also to commissary. They want to go to the store and shop. You start restricting those things, start restricting um, this other thing that they, uh, recreation. Um, and start with those things like that. I mean that's the only way. Other than that, the, that the extreme part is the, the solitary, you know, confinement. But at least have other things engaged that you know that they want. Because but you wouldn't believe how many rights they got. Because so they have a thing called uh, uh, minimum standards that they have that they by law that they have. Just go back and change the laws, you know, and start doing the restrictions, you know, for the things that is important to them. It's almost like it's, you know. Like a child, you know, you can't go outside. I remember when our parents told us we couldn't go outside. We thought that was the end of the world, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you can't go outside. Oh my God.
0: I'm seeing that this is like in other States, a very common thing in New York. Correctional facilities are like I tablets, a normal thing now.
1: Yeah. They're coming. Um, yeah, they are coming full circle um with those tablets yes sir yep
0: so they can send emails can they receive emails yeah
1: well um that i don't i don't think so if they can um, set up their own email account, i don't like i think that like ones like those minimum securities i think they are ones who um was able to, have to send out emails and stuff like that. but some people slip through the cracks you know because some you know guys are watching porn and doing some other things and scamming people. <laughs> You know, so some people, some things slip through the cracks, though. But yeah, they're um, moving forward with those things. And every facility, believe it or not, has a, a um, like PlayStation X boxes and stuff like that. Get out of here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get
0: out of here.
1: Yeah. And then what I don't like about it is for being at the majority of jails, black and Spanish, is that. You, they're not equipping people with things that they can use to get outside when they get out or helpful while they're in it. Because I remember when I first started, they had programs they had um like like how we was when we was in high school they had um automotive skills where you work on a car you know they have vocational skills construction things like that now they're having things like when I left they're having programs like a petting zoo um you know some of those other things that for us you know, throw it up in the hood we're like, no, uh-uh you need coping, you know, you need some skills to be out here in these streets
0: Yeah, you're know, you a dope
1: boy
0: A uh, dope boy with a cat ain't getting it That's not rehabbing no. a, it's not, That's not rehabbing a shooter
1: No, it's not
0: You know, There's it's A lot uh, of those
1: type of programs that we would look at it, it's like, no, this is not helpful for this black man's that when he goes, leaves here and goes back into the community, he needs things that uh, acclimate him immediately, job skills. And you know.
0: I know that this is probably a problem that people don't discuss much. And and we all know that the the uh, the drug addiction, male and female, is probably off the charts. But I would think that illiteracy would be a major problem also. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm sure it's some guys hustles in jails to write letters for the dudes who can't write, but they don't. Oh, yeah, have- yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah.
1: You know, it's so funny when you say that, yeah, it's all kind of hustles in there. Yeah. They got to, they have a guy like that guy may have like a flawless handwriting. Pay hey, this dude. And they, and also, too, they had guys who were good cleaner, you know, who just, you know, the area was clean. Guys, you know, wash clothes, um, organize the cell yeah write letters or look or just sprayed up extort it you know
0: oh yeah yeah they uh these programs that I was watching on watching extortion was a major a major uh topic of discussion I mean a for they showed and this one is called i forget the name of this one, but I think it's uh Locked up, something like that. It's on Netflix. If you don't watch any of the other shows, this one is amazing. it probably blow you away from what you've seen to see this. Norway has a prison, maximum security level five prison with a full supermarket, a full supermarket. Every cell has a, uh, HD TVs, you can control your heat and air. And not only do you have a toilet and shower in your room, you have a door to it. So you don't even have to use the bathroom in open air space. You get the, you, okay, put it this way. They only provide one meal a day. You must cook the rest of your meals. They let them have knives, actual knives. Wow. Knives, forks. I'm not talking plastic. I meant made of metal. This place is amazing. And they said their recidivism rate is less than 20%.
1: Nobody comes back. well, in no circumstances like that, when they're not doing anything for you, I would think not. <laughs> like in New York, you know, New York is like almost $100,000 per inmate. Keep for one year. Really? And that's they give you everything. Thing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And when I started in 1991, it was $30,000 per, you know, one inmate. Now it's 100000 That's a That's an economy right there.
0: Yeah, well, a couple of a couple of uh, major corporations said that they're no longer going to fund uh, privately owned jails. I think one was uh, J.P. Morgan, and another one was another one of the big banks. Because this is, uh, I hate to say it, and the people people don't like this, but they want to invest money. They want to invest money in stocks and bonds. The goal corporation was one of the best corporations to actually invest because they build and supply food and stuff like Mm -hmm. this for the penal institutions that stock never ever loses money bones it's a winner Mm -hmm. it's a winner every time i mean do you want to put your money behind something that you might find appalling but it's 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 where we live We, we we have to one thing that i don't think Americans, and I definitely don't think Black people are in touch with, is that we want to look at a system and blame it for everything that happens. Sometimes, guys are just bad. Girls are just bad. Uh, They commit crimes that don't... I mean, what are we supposed to do with criminals? That's my thing. I go out tomorrow and I kill five people. Either you murder me on the spot or what do you do? Do you send me to a priest to talk to me five days a week and I'm going to be fine? And you hope I don't do nothing to nobody else. That's not, that's not being realistic. Right. So it's a necessary evil that we have these places.
1: Yes, it is. Yep. Absolutely.
0: But if you talk to, if you talk to the wrong black people from the hood, they almost act like jail shouldn't exist. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And it, it really, right. it, it that bones, it pisses me off because I say, you know why you think that way? Because fortunately in your life, you've always been the aggressor. You've never been the victim. You know what? And hopefully nobody in your family will be the victim. But you come right. from a family of victimizers. So you think that it's, do you want to blame the man for taking a kid's uh, sneakers. The man ain't got nothing to do with you taking his uh, Air Jordans, nothing.
1: Because yeah, you, taking
0: nothing. Those, you taking those Air Jones, Jordans, really, what is that gonna change your life?
1: Nothing. Yeah, because on um, you know, like these clowns, um, you know, sometimes they fight the wrong battle, you know, like, this is my opinion, you know, We see these videos on Facebook. I believe the media fuels a lot of things, you know, division. So we don't see what happened before the video starts. We just see what's going on in the video. I'm not getting arrested. I'm not getting arrested. If you're wrong, if you are wrong, go ahead and get arrested, you know, and sue later, you know. Uh, Fight that that battle another day. I'm going to sue you. But the minute you just say, nah, not happening today, then be you know be prepared for the consequences and it could be some fatal consequences you know
0: they, but
1: again if you're wrong then you're wrong but some like you said they don't believe that they're wrong you know it's just like even the myth of close rikers island close rikers island okay fine you close it now what people is not people are still going to commit crime yeah so
0: the four buildings that's on your block let's turn those all into halfway houses for them is that right. what you want?
1: Exactly. Yeah, that and then you see the your people walking
0: by every day, sex offenders maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, and the people who are so behind the movement of close, close, close. Yet these are the same people. They've already had discussions with the city council and the neighborhood uh, community boards. And what do they all say? Hey, we're going to expand the jail or build a new one. They're like, oh no, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Absolutely, unequivocally, no, no jail in my neighborhood.
0: Yeah. You know okay. what? You made you made a good point. And I got to give you I got to give you two thumbs up. That's you. You gave a classic example of how the camera can also you can't always believe your eyes because. You know, that young brother, you probably seen it with the dreadlocks that was sitting in front of his building and all those cops was out there and he, it looked like he was. uh Just uh, sleeping sweeping uh, leaves off his front yard and he's having this long, drawn-out argument with, like, eight cops who are starting to draw their guns. Yeah. See, me personally, I know my my rights. I've been around the law for 20-something years. I've been around jails. I've been in them. I worked with the Federal Defender's Office for years. So I understand... That system, and you're right. Sometimes you take a loss to win. Me personally, yeah. I'm not sitting. Out, I, first of all, Bones, I'm I'm not a big arguer with men. So I'm damn right, sure right. not arguing with men with guns drawn. Exactly. Okay, do what you got to do. You know what? You fucked up my afternoon because that's all you're gonna get to mess up. You get it? One. Yes. I, I, I'm not a person that has no means. Two, I have people who care about me. They're going to want to know where the hell I'm at. Three, once we get down to the station, let's work. What what, what is this? What is this about? And then I have to, I have to actually, you know, people who carry have to carry themselves in a different manner than people who don't carry because it's all escalated anyway. Right. You know what I'm, you you reading between my lines. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So when I get absolutely. stopped in a car and I get asked questions, I need to have certain answers and they need to be acceptable right. answers. And absolutely. my movements need to be proper. Yes. So right. Yeah, view-
1: because. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because you already got someone. Look, I was just telling my family and friends that that's a scary situation. And here we are in America when a cop pulls up behind you, you know, and then he's scared too because car stops are dangerous and then i always you know say you want to you want to take have him at ease by having your window already rolled down could already have your lights turned on and your hands in clear view and then go into you know answer the questions whatever he's you know talking about and i ain't talking about basic questions i ain't talking about you being violated i'm just talking about it's the basics you know I see like your license registration you know that type of thing not why are you pulling me over and then start reading him the law because your your objective is to go you you started out at point a you want to go to point b wherever your destination is going without giving this guy fever you want to carry on your way mm-hmm. now
0: see a lot of these people they don't think about it because it's not their world what happens when you're that same young black man or middle-aged black man and you're in a car and he goes, Are there any weapons in this automobile? And you gotta answer, yes. Yes, there are. Yeah. Suppose you're coming from the range, or it's just a normal day, and you like to you like to use that right that you have with that license that you have. And so now things have been escalated to a whole nother level. See, and none of these people are dealing. If you ever noticed, we have yet to see a video. Of anybody who's legally licensed to carry in these situations because then it would be de and 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 I never uh, you you've seen my posts enough to know that I'm not yeah, a yeah. big mm-hmm. fan of, uh, of I know. law enforcement but <laughs> yes I I also know that law enforcement is a necessary yeah because somebody's got to protect older people, children, those who cannot protect themselves
1: right there's only one person that was licensed to carry legally and he got killed that was philando because the guy from minnesota castile
0: okay Uh, the one that was in the car with his woman
1: yes and he had his on the glove box
0: okay so he didn't even have it on hip on his uh right
1: Right. yeah
0: and see you would think You would think that this would be an issue more in Florida where you barely need a a license. I mean, you, I think like places like Florida and Arizona, you could just drive with it. It doesn't have to be on your persons, but if it's in your uh, glove, if it's in your glove box, like here we have different kinds of rules. You could have the gun in your glove. You don't even need a license. You could have the gun in your glove box, but the bullets better be in your damn trunk.
1: Right, right, yeah. My son told me that too. South Carolina too.
0: Yeah, the clip. But see, if you have your, if you have a full carry license, you could have the shit right next to you. Some people have it in their front seat if they want because it's an open carry. Now, right. I would never open carry. The last thing I would want is a cop to uh, lean in and see a gun just sitting on a damn. Uh, right, right. Sitting on a seat because now I know right. his first reaction has to be. To reach for his gun it has to be
1: yeah yeah reaction well yeah and um even when the people talk about oh you should just shoot to wound you know nobody's gonna shoot the wound you only people can barely shoot at a stationary target with no um with nothing going on but <laughs> the <laughs> adrenaline yeah, is pumping.
0: pumping who the hell i want to know who the hell trained Somebody to shoot to wound. You shoot. You actually shoot to end
1: to yeah,
0: de right. the situation. And that is whatever yeah. it takes.
1: Yeah.
0: When you go to uh when you go to like uh say gun safety or gun training, they're not telling you. I mean, think about it. The biggest myth is shoot somebody in the leg. You got the most veins in your damn leg. What you gonna do? Put a picture perfect shot in somebody's shoulder? <laughs> right, down.
1: right.
0: You yeah, aim exactly. for the shoulder, you wind up shooting them in the neck anyway. So the goal is to right, escalate yeah. the situation so that you make it out of yeah. there safely.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Because the only thing they teach you is to shoot center mass, but no one's holding you to that. <laughs> if uh, you know you was in a situation, you know they, wherever they get shot at is where they got shot at.
0: That's right. And you want to know something? There's myth about bullet size. Because I tell you, a .22 can kill you just as fast as a 9-miller or a .40-cow.
1: Right.
0: The biggest guy I've ever known died from a 22 bullet that hit him in the shoulder. Six foot seven, wow. 280 pounds. It traveled through his stream and hit him in the neck. Mm. It hit him in the carotid artery. Into them. Wow. Then I've known guys to get shot five times with forty cows and walk out the hospital four days later. It's when you're meant to go, you go. It's, it's it's You know what? Your best bet is don't be fucking with somebody that's willing, that can and will shoot you. Oh yeah. You know, and that and that includes the police. Don't. Yes, it? absolutely. I, when I leave my house decks, I don't want, I don't want to confuse anybody bones. Never once do I engage in aggravating, upsetting, or going out of my way to have any contact with law enforcement. I never do. I never did. A good day for me is making it where I got to go safely without problems. So I'm never right. looking to, uh. Debate. I've, I've been stopped, unfortunately, and I hate being stopped. Of course.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. I
0: hate it, but I do the same thing they always do. License, registration. Oh, I'll be back in a second, sir. <laughs> then he come back and say, then i go, what, what are we about? Oh, okay. I'm not even going to give you a matter of fact. You want really to know something? I'm 50 plus. I never had a ticket. Can you believe that never had a ticket right. i've been stopped but never given a ticket and i say like, is it, is it because of my demeanor i don't know yeah i don't care yeah
1: yeah that plays a big part in it
0: guy stopped me told me i was doing 15 miles over the speed limit i was like he's so foolish <laughs> yeah. i actually laughed when he told me that i'm the only person on the road on a sunday morning speed limit was 55 he telling me i'm doing 71. I was like, I know how I drive. I wouldn't be doing 71. I said, okay, you might have got me at 61, but you didn't bust me at seven. But when he came back to the car, he gave me my stuff, said, have a good day. I'm not even writing you a ticket. I was like, cool. Good enough for me. You have a good day too. You know? See, like we have these betas, right? And right now, I think OJ is baiting people again.
1: Oh, and he he, he needs to, uh, just like, he needs to be in the spotlight again. Media whore, he needs to be in the spotlight. He needs yeah, to just go is, and crawl under a rock and die. You know, <laughs> what an idiot, you know, like, you got away with murder. You went to jail on some BS, but they penalized you for the other thing. Shut your old arrogant ass up already.
0: Yeah, yeah, he, he's starting his Twitter life off. And I don't know who told him at 71 that he really needed to have a Twitter, but OJ will eventually say something that's just stupid. He better hope that he's still not like under. And as far as I know, he might be still under like some probationary laws. So has yeah, a possibility. He needs to watch himself. I, I'm gonna use my time on Twitter to set everybody straight. We don't need to be set yeah.
1: straight, OJ. Twenty five years right. ago
0: we know what you did.
1: Yes, and like now there's someone that introduced him to Twitter, <laughs> now he has an audience and he's gonna have <laughs> followers. That's just gonna feed and feed and feed the non more of the nonsense.
0: Hmm. Hey, could you I do me do
1: a favor? What's up?
0: Let's both wish this woman a damn goodbye. Sarah Sanders Huckabee finally leaving Trump's wing.
1: Good riddance and
0: goodbye. Yes. I bet you she runs for office in Arkansas. I bet.
1: Yeah, that's the rumor. Hmm. And I I think. A father's a lay minister, right?
0: oh yeah 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 uh, yeah i I still don't understand with her and her father claiming all this Christianity to be able to work almost two two years for this lunatic I mean yeah. I don't know how she slept at night but she must pray like a mother effort so after if she feels that she gets forgiveness every time she sins then good
1: for her yes because yes. Because even um, with his his um, interview with Mike um, Stepanopoulos the other day, and he still blames it on them. The the um, the media did this. No, you did this. You, they just put the mic in front of your face and you start talking. Listen, you know I'll accept help from uh foreign agents on dirt on. <laughs> you said that.
0: Listen, Bones. This is the same man who this week said that he's wiped out 150% of China's economy. What the hell is 150%? So in other words, he knocked out all of China's economy and put them 50% in debt too? Oh, man. This is the guy that we actually have. I mean, I, I, I don't envy you. When those young people that live in your house come to you, and say, was it always like this? Were other presidents like this? Was Was America like this? That's, that's, it's not easy. It's not hard questions to answer, but it's like almost ridiculous questions that you have to answer about a position that used to be about respect and honor. Yeah, yeah. And, and he has none. Uh, and i I really question his intelligence, man. I really do i I don't like the way he I don't like the way he says sentences. I don't like the way he writes sentences. I don't like the way he mispronounces things that are simple. I mean, nobody says hundred and fifty percent of anything. You know what? We use a scale and and usually in America. And in the world, as far as I know, we go from zero to one hundred percent, one hundred percent being totality, zero being none. He goes far off the scale. And we haven't wiped hmm. out China's economy at all. We owe China trillions of dollars.
1: I know, I know, exactly. And a lot of products are me, majority of me from over there. Dex, that's like, I mean,
0: boom, sorry about that. That's like, okay. you loan somebody $50 back in like uh, 2016. You run into them when you go to the neighborhood. And they pull out like five grand in front of you and act like they never owed you the
1: $50. Yeah.
0: You know, that's what he just basically told China. I screwed your economy up, but damn, I owe you a lot of money. Don't talk about money to people that you owe money to. Oh no, you know? exactly. How is the
1: weather? Yesterday was okay.
0: No, it, I'm talking okay today, money.
1: Father's Day. Oh, today, oh. How oh, northern nature would have it? It's a uh, cloudy and dreary, supposed to rain.
0: <laughs> but are you able to be out? And I mean, like, if you was going to do a picnic or a cookout, can you do it? Um,
1: I guess you probably would have to wait until maybe 12 o'clock in the afternoon to see, but it's still cloudy, you know, kind of overcast out, you know, I'm still in Pennsylvania though, but, um, yeah, that's what it is right now. It's It's overcast.
0: Yeah, I'm actually, uh, my day is slow motion. We don't do much around here today, but I will be watching the U.S. Open Championship. It's Sunday. It's at Pebble Beach, which is my uh, fantasy golf course. If I could ever play anywhere in my life, it would be to this place. I just love the scenery. I love watching the world's best golfers golf. Them doing shit yes. that I couldn't even possibly, um, really dream of doing. I know it. Who won the fight last night? Uh Tyson Fury uh, destroyed this guy, which I'm so glad he did because the heavyweight boxing scene right now was getting messed up. If Tyson would have lost, everything would have been like crazy because you would have had Joshua losing, him losing, Wilder with no opponent. Now you got to throw Ruiz in the mix. So Tyson did what he was supposed to do. So I guess it'll be Wilder tyson part two in early 2020
1: okay he looks good though you know lost weight i didn't know he was so tall he's six nine yeah
0: you want to know what's freaky about uh tyson fury this is the big freakiest thing about it tyson fury is the naturally best boxer you would think yes. of him as a big slugger he is a boxer, a pure right. I, I tip my hat to him. He is a pure boxer. He's one of those dudes, he don't look like it, but he's built to go 12 rounds. Yeah, yeah. Knockouts happen because they happen for him, but he's not a knockout artist. He's a boxer. Yeah. But I don't know if you know his story. This is a guy who dropped out in the seventh grade to chase being a boxer.
1: Hmm.
0: I mean, He's, so, I don't know, sorry, he's, but... he's a human cockfighter. If you really think about it, your average yeah. parents are not going to let their kid drop out of school in the seventh grade without an issue, and then train them five hours a day for this one goal. I, I, I don't recommend it. Right, but it yeah, you don't out hear those stories. Yeah, you yeah,
1: don't
0: hear those stories like fun. that anymore. Yeah, that sounds. Like well, I swung my like
1: first. 80. I swung my first golf club. It was a, it was a miss <laughs> at Top Golf. Me and the wife and um, I I, I tip my hat off the golfers. It's um <laughs> it is not as easy as it looks. You know it just looks like oh you just hit the ball. I see it's that not, no that's not that easy to swing to hit easy. that ball.
0: I have to ask you a question. Me and my wife went to Top Golf. And how many of y'all did, how many of y'all went, actually? Uh,
1: It was at least 50 or 60 of us.
0: Oh, my God. Did you say 50 or 60 of y'all? Yeah. Did everybody handle their own bill, or did this come up to about (laughs) $7,000? Everybody
1: handled their own bill separately. (laughs)
0: Did you stay there at least an hour?
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Stayed there two hours.
0: Was your bill two hundred to two hundred and seventy five dollars?
1: Um, I really don't remember.
0: My wife paid the bill,
1: <laughs> so I don't remember. Matter Stayed of fact, next car. time,
0: do me a favor, ask her next time, so you could tell me because top golf okay. is not like going to a regular driving range. You really pay uh a some steep money to uh, actually use their facilities.
1: Yeah.
0: Because you got the music, you got pool tables, you got that pool in the back. I mean, it's a beautiful right. place, especially at yeah. twilight when it's lit up. But, I mean, I would never pay $72 to rent a uh, a couple of seats and, um, and hit a ball for... Uh, Forty minutes. I mean, the average mm-hmm. driving range. You're talking nine to eleven dollars for 110 balls.
1: Okay. So yeah, I mean, we had a... um, that was a part of our package when we went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. That's how we wound up out there, and um, you know, like we had we had some guys that did golf regularly, and they was you know saying it's not a baseball, you know. So they were good, you know, with their you know doing their thing. And you know, they said, you know, you gotta. You know, they was explaining the mechanics of it, you know, you have to keep your eye on the ball. Even though you are in the club back, you still, you know, you gotta you know, keep your eye on the ball and um and it's not a baseball. You know, it's almost like you kinda like club the ground, so to speak. Yeah. You know, when you're with your swing. And um yeah. you know, then started explaining the different clubs, the drivers and um forgot some of the other irons but you know they were good you know explaining it, but they just said you gotta you gotta practice at it basically you know it ain't easy you know because you gotta yeah throw your you know your body's gotta you know you squatting down and turning your hips and you know it's just different
0: (laughs) my wife watched me play golf for over 20 years and never picked up a club she lately 2019 decided to pick up a club And a woman has natural, God-given hand-eye coordination where she never misses the ball. It took me a year to get to that point. She just Mm. naturally. Now, your friends are hundred percent right. It's not baseball. First thing you got to do is get a good grip. You keep, like I told her, because your head is down, don't mean your eyes stay down. You. Your eyes are what you move up and down. It's just like driving. you know how you drive with somebody and they turn their head to look at you while they're driving and you want to knock them on yeah. the head? You listen uh-huh. with your ears, not with your eyes. You should be able to keep your head straight and keep your ears open. So you want to keep your head down and then you want to do three things. Real simple. It's the ball, then it's your club, Then it's your body. If those three things are in order, you will hit the ball. And the thing about golf that's really weird, it is repetitive. Do the same thing over and over and over again. You get a good hit, don't try to switch up what you just did. Try to duplicate what you just did, not switch it up. You're not gonna get an extra 10 yards because you switch it up. That comes in time. Right, right. And there's got to be, and I know for a fact there's got to be some good driving ranges, and there's gotta be some good golf clubs near you. Man, take yes, there's a lot of ranges out. up by us. Listen, grab those boys on a Saturday. Y'all don't have to know what you're doing, just grab them say, come, y'all wanna have some fun? They'll be missing the ball and having a time of their life. And and you build it up over time. And in two years, you'll be telling me, you know what? Man, I was out there killing it today. Killing them, I was killing it today. But you gotta go. Man, pack their ass in the car, instead of having them ripping and running or making noise, by the time they come back mm-hmm. home, from that sun and swinging those clubs, you're gonna have a quiet house because they be tired. They'll take a shower and go play their video games and be quiet. You be like, "Damn, man, this is like a pacifier for a baby." And I
1: can see y'all. Oh, you know, yeah. Well, I gotta run, good brother.
0: Okay, Thanks, man. I appreciate you calling, and you have a wonderful, fantastic, beautiful rest of this Father's Day.
1: Oh, thank you, brother. Appreciate it.
0: Okay, peace, my man. Okay, bro. Well, before I wrap up, people, I just want to talk about a couple of things and, and get the hell out of here. Alexa Washington and a friend was m- visiting a Memphis restaurant on Friday called Dat's. What's that? Who? No, I'm sorry. Who's that? And the person in the restaurant felt that they had the right, the need, to write black bitch and silver car on her receipt. The manager of the restaurant apologized and fired them. Why do these people who have these uh, jobs that lack a lot of skill and education jeopardize their employment over and over to do something as foolish as this? I do not understand it. I think it's highly ridiculous. And I think it's something that people need to think about what they do before they do it. People don't take the time, the energy, the effort to think. I mean, I got a shit job that's probably paying me minimum wage, and I'm going to lose that. And not only that, when they put my name to this, I'm going to be able to be looked up on the Internet as a racist. People just stop the shit, man, really. I want to give Drake some credit. He dropped two songs. One is called Money in the Grave. Featuring Rick Ross. I enjoyed that song a lot. The other song was called Omerta. You know, like the gangsters uh code omerta. Uh so Drake uh team wins the championship. He drops two tracks for us, both enjoyable, both worth giving a listen to. Joe Biden's uh old crazy Joe. I'm gonna start calling him, as long as he says stupid shit like If he's elected president he's going to cure cancer he was a he forgets that he was in the white house as the vice president for eight years and we didn't get any closer and he had the air of the president i mean i hope that he would is saying that he is going to put a lot of money into research of a cure for cancer which would be a great thing for mankind i'm all for that but to state that he is going to cure cancer like unequivocally i can do this if i'm president Makes no sense. We got an old Navy employee. She gets fired for grabbing a black woman, accusing her of of theft. Now I understand the security was standing there. They did nothing to de-escalate the situation by telling this young white woman to unhand this black woman. And that's what was pissing the black lady off. Not so much that you accuse me because we can go in the store and look at the film and and clear me. But don't put your hands. And how does security allow an employee of a store who's not even supposed to be trying to stop theft like this? Their job is to alert security, alert police, and move on. And before I get out of here, man, I just want to give a big shout out to this, this brother, Roy Lella. He's a Kenyan inventor. He came up with this glove called Signio, which allows people who do not use sign language to to link up their this glove with smartphones, and it verbalizes the words for the people on the other end who are deaf. Uh, it makes it audio speech in real time for the deaf person to the speaking person so you wouldn't have to understand what they're trying to sign they could actually make their phone say it to you i i believe that's a beautiful thing he did it because he had a niece who was 25 years old who was actually deaf herself you know i'm gonna i'm gonna sign off now and i'm gonna wish you once again a happy father's day i hope you have a blessed day i hope that you like i said a king for the day that the weather is nice the food is beautiful your family gives you lots of kisses and hugs and let you know how much you appreciate it for the things that you do uh i appreciate you listening i hope that you would uh add your input like share subscribe uh this is strange talk with doc i could be heard on youtube itunes google if you do a google search of it the show us everywhere it's on a whole bunch of different platforms Join anyone you like. Leave a comment anywhere you please. I won't ignore it. I won't delete it. I don't care if it's positive or negative. Anything that you say to me might be helpful in some way, shape, or form. And I'm going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace to you and peace to you.